0: Welcome to the year end edition of the Coaches Show, Nolan Cole with Bruins head coach and GM, Jason Natarnik. And, uh, Coach, we finally got you in studio. I know you're into your uh, off season routine already. Uh, let's just go back to the Centennial Cup uh, first off here, because I know uh, we haven't had a chance to talk about it in, in detail. But I know you were disappointed with it, tarts. Um, I guess the question on on the minds of some fans heading into the off season is, uh, you know, why the team wasn't able to play as well as they did in the SGHL playoffs. Have you been able to, to put your finger on that at all as to why you didn't perform up to up to what you wanted in the in the Centennial Cup?
1: Yeah, you know, it's uh, it's a long season and the the playoffs were quite a grind and. I think we're, you know, for the most part, our guys were kind of mentally. They were mentally exhausted. You know, you come from off such a high, and um, you know, emotional series, and then um, you know, you get a little break, and then, you no, know, for us, it was it was kind of tricky. You know, it's the first time I experienced it. Where, you know, we're we had to be out of our rink for a period of time, where they had to change the ice logos, um, change the rink boards, so. We didn't get into affinity Place till Tuesday before our first game on Friday. So we could practice Tuesday, practice Wednesday, couldn't practice in affinity on Thursday because uh, of the games, and then we played on Friday. So we really only got to practice there twice, and it was kind of different for our guys because you come out, the the ice logos are different, the rink boards are... There was no rink boards the first time we went out there, so it almost felt like you're on the road. And then uh, that first game... You know, the atmosphere is quite a bit different. Um, you know, you don't get to come out to your uh, intro video, your song, etc. You know, you're, you're out on the a seven minutes earlier than you normally are. Just, it just, we never really felt like we were at home. You know, and, and that's not. You know, that's not taking a job at our fans at all. It's just, just, just the environment in terms of, um, you know, hockey can created create uh, it in terms of. You know, the times I'd be on the ice, different things. It just it almost felt like we were on the road when we were playing. And and it just – it was a weird feeling for our guys. And, um, yeah, and then, you know, when you're not mentally sharp and you're not comfortable, things can happen pretty quick to you. And, you know, I think the Quebec team, you know, I thought we all played them for most of the game, just made costly mistakes that we normally didn't make. Same against uh, Pickering. Um, you know, Nolan Jones coming around the net, passing the puck around the guy's tape um didn't do that all year so and uh, we just had some guys struggle during the tournament uh for whatever reason and then yeah it's just we weren't uh it wasn't our best hockey um that's the way it goes sometimes and uh didn't get help from other people either so it ends pretty quick for you
0: interesting so i mean i guess when you're hosting a, a tournament like that i mean is is being a host almost overrated or is it tougher than than people might expect
1: well, I've, I've always told, tell people it's, uh, everyone thinks it's easy to recruit. Um, that's not necessarily the case. Um, doesn't mean everyone wants to come to you and, um, you know, it's, it's nice. You're still at home and you get to stay in your own beds and all that type of stuff. But, uh, you know, you have all these teams in your facility. It's a little, it's a different atmosphere. And even the one game we had to give up our lounge last minute for a team, uh, right before our home open, the, our first game. So there was lots going on. Um, you know, I definitely opened some eyes. Uh, you know, it was pretty different situations that I was, I, I've been uh, in front of at the national tournament. So it was uh, an eye-opener for uh, some of the stuff that went on. But it is what it is. You still have to go play. And um, unfortunately, we just didn't play our best. But that's what happens you know nine teams were going to go home disappointed anyway so
0: for sure. what what was maybe different in this one coach than, than what you've seen in the past specifically
1: well you have 10 teams right um yeah. there's lots of stuff going on um you know just being out of the rank for that you know because we yeah. finished so late you know you didn't have a lot of time to practice in your rank. um so that, that that was different and just pretty busy schedule um just I don't want to say no breathing room but every time you looked there was someone around. Um it was a busy event. Uh I thought it was a great event. Um you know, I think it made for a true champion. But uh yeah I think uh it was brand new for everyone the t- the 10 teams so it's something you have to adjust for like your 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 error your yeah your margin for error was smaller than it is when there's a five team mm. because four teams are going to make it one team's not so um, yeah, the, the, the games, those first couple of games were pretty important and we just, um, just didn't, it didn't get done.
0: You, and obviously you had such a, such a high on May 6th, I believe it was in game seven. So I, I guess when you win in that fashion, is it, is it tough to get back up to that level two, three weeks later?
1: Yeah, you no, know, I think, I think if, you know, the same crowd, the same environment, um, I, I don't think it is. I think this one thing I, I mentioned the Hockey Canada was, I think for whoever's hosting from now on, you, you have to make it their event almost in terms of, um, you know, being the home team. They should get that advantage. They're doing they're doing quite a bit of the lifting for the tournament. So that's the one thing I, I mentioned to them is, you know, let the home team really have home ice advantage. Um and uh, you know it might help out in the in the future.
0: Mm. You mentioned it in terms of the event overall. I mean, what kind of legacy do you think it'll leave here in the community? Like from a, from just kind of an event perspective.
1: Yeah, you know what the, the day we didn't perform our best, but I thought we gave Brooks probably the best game in the tournament. And uh, you know, everyone left here, you know, very impressed with our facility, with our with the, the the community, um, just the people within the community, how friendly people were, and mm-hmm. I think people left here. Um you know, with with the notion that hey, S that's a great little hockey town, city, um tucked away in the south sel- southeast of Saskatchewan. So I, I think people left here very impressed with the facility and everything that, uh you know, how the tournament was run is run pretty smoothly, no glitches really, and uh you know, to, to run that ten team tournament like that was that was very impressive by uh, our group.
0: When you reflect on the whole season coach, I mean if you had to rank it on a scale of maybe one to ten how how successful was it in your view?
1: Well, yeah, you have to say it was very successful. you won the league championship right, so um, you know yeah that's that that 's your number one goal is to win the league championship, and we we uh, we did that, and you know you can 't take that away from our players or the organization uh, or the community so no, at the end of the day we, we we can say we're the best in our province and uh, you know in our, in our minds and our hearts we, we know where we kind of ranked in the the national scale of things where we were playing our best and uh, so you kind of see where you fit in so overall um, we were really happy with um, what we did and uh, you know in my my mind I think we're one of the top three teams in the country so um you know, it's nice to kind of see where you fit in if you're playing your best. How long do you get to keep the trophy for?
0: You get to keep it all summer. Oh, it's it's around. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it's, it's getting repaired. I think.
0: <laughs> okay, let's move on to the off season now, Coach. Uh, I know you had the draft on Friday last week. Um, a- any players that you're particularly excited about in that group?
1: Yeah, I, I guess I could say all of them. Um, they all bring different things. Uh, you know, we we had some skilled forwards and some good defensemen. Um, so. Yeah, overall, we're quite happy. Um, and, then, you know, some of those kids are going to come here and try to earn spots, and uh, they're all excited being drafted by our, our uh, organization. So those are all good steps, and uh, we'll kind of see where it goes. But uh, there's definitely some kids there that can make an impact uh, within our league, and we'll see, uh, you know, what happens with them. Some of them are, um, you know, drafted by Western Hockey League teams, um, some aren't signed, some are signed. But you, you just kind of wait to see where they uh, they fit in there and maybe they come here here for development and go there or maybe they go there directly and they'll come back to us at some point. So you know, we'll just have to see uh, how things go and progress for those players and we'll, we'll take it uh, day by day. And if it's year by year, so be it
0: in terms of assembling your team for next season uh obviously you got the draft and then i, I know you, obviously you'll be recruiting here this summer uh, what what can fans expect i mean will you obviously you brought in a lot of high profile guys from major junior last year will you go after that again or can fans expect maybe a
1: younger team we'll see i don't know we'll see uh, how recruiting goes and uh no it's it changes it's every day it changes and uh I can tell you we haven't announced all the the signings yet but we're ex- we're excited by some of the signings that we've we've made and um you know there'll be a announced here shortly but uh yeah, we'll see how recruiting goes and you know we'll have some players that uh you know there there'll be twenty year olds in the western league right now that we know that uh we have a good shot of getting them uh, at some point, so you know that's a a very good four and a very good defenseman so Um, yeah, we'll play it by ear, and you know, we like our core returning as well. And, uh, no, obviously, we have a 20 year old problem. Um, you know, we have 10 players coming back, and you can only have eight, so there's gonna be some things that we have to do, and, um, just to meet that criteria, and, uh, we'll have to make some tough decisions, and, uh, you know, we'll try and do what's best for the hockey team moving forward, and, uh, unfortunately you know not everyone can come back and you know that's too bad because they all did a great job for us and we appreciate everything they did so we'll just have to see how things uh, progress over the summer here and what our our roster kind of looks like here uh week by week what is kind
0: of your process for recruiting i mean do you have a target list that uh, guys you like that you go after how what kind of process do you follow
1: oh yeah like we, we identify players that we like and um and then we just kind of start going from there, and obviously there's going to be players that are playing major junior that we really like that we know the that are 20 year olds that may uh, fall through the cracks and um, you know we have eyes well I should not say our eyes' we're watching them quite closely to see what happens and uh, just start the recruiting trail and uh, there's players that you know that fit the nineteen and younger category that we're really interested in, and just you know we have to make sure that they fit with us and when I say fit with us, it's, you know, the coaching staff and kind of what kind of, you know, the identity we built in the dressing room, how we, we want to play the game and um, just go, kind of go from there and just kind of, it's almost like it's, it's, it's a puzzle. You just got to find the right pieces and uh, bring the right character kids into the community and for the, the dress room, that's the biggest thing and uh, just see uh, what that puzzle looks like when it's done. When you
0: look at your roster right now, I know it's evolving. Are there certain areas of that you think you need to upgrade? Areas of need that, that you identify right now?
1: Uh, no, I guess if you watch how we built our team throughout the year, it's going to be no different than building this team. Um, you know, we'll start now, and it, it won't be finished till January 10th. You know, we'll see how everything progresses and how guys fit in and how they perform. And if we need to add a few things here and there, then we'll we'll make those adjustments.
0: Last one is goaltending because I know a lot of fans are wondering, you know, with Cam Hurtlick and Jackson Miller, do you have the guys here or are, is that a position that you might look to shore up? Well,
1: I guess you just never know, eh? <laughs> All
0: right, very good. Uh, a couple more for you here on the of show, uh, Tarts. Uh, uh, I know you had a chance to meet Kyle McIntyre, the new commissioner. Um, I guess maybe your impressions of him and, and what direction you think he might take the league in next year
1: yeah i'm one of those guys i I sit back and watch um you know i you know i I really like bill chow i thought he was a true gentleman and he treated me very well and uh you know i thought he he did some things very well for the league and um so i'll just kind of sit back and watch kyle do his thing and i think he uh brings some good experience to the league and um, I think he'll have his own way of doing things, which is which is fine. That's good. Everyone's different, and uh, yeah, it's just kind of one of those things. You kind of sit back and see what's uh, what he wants to bring to it, and uh, it's no different than a player. You'll you'll bring him in. You'll sit there and you know analyze uh, analyze him and critique him and and see how he does. But uh, you know, he's got a lot of experience, um, so we'll see what he brings.
0: You're still going to be advocating for the two divisions, the North and South.
1: Yeah, we didn't win that battle. <laughs> um, you know, fans can expect to see the three divisions again, and yeah. actually, we had it. Uh, we'll be playing Melfort six times this year, and we'll be playing Notre Dame six times. I'm trying to balance the schedule. T- um, I won't say too much. I have my opinions on it, and we'll just leave it at that. And uh, um, yeah, I prefer the North South for sure for travel and you know true uh balanced schedule and making the playoffs etc but uh this pretty unique and uh where the teams are located so i think you'll always have that north and south kind of advocating which what's best for them and uh unfortunately there's fewer teams in the south than there are in the north
0: so that schedule isn't finalized yet but it's in the works yeah it's pretty much
1: finalized uh i just have to work out two games i have to be rescheduled and uh I'll get into the league here uh, hopefully tonight or tomorrow, and then I think everything will c- come out here shortly. But uh, it'll be an interesting schedule because we're over a rink for three weeks due to curling. So, um, you know, fans won't see us for about a month, but uh, but they'll see us lots in a month too at home at 1.2. So yeah. it's, a, it's a tricky schedule, but it is what it is. And, uh, you know, hopefully fans, um, you know, after seeing the playoff, Push for tickets and being sold out, et cetera, That uh, they they uh, decide to buy the season ticket package, so that they ensure their playoff ticket, which was what I would advise them to do. Advise them to do um, because uh, yeah, you know it it may, might be every building year. It might be uh, a year of uh, we're going for it again, and um, I guess people who know me. Well, we'd probably bet on the the second one, but uh, we'll see how the roster shapes up first.
0: All right, uh, last one for you, Coach. Uh, what does the off season look like for you? Maybe away from hockey. I know you're, I imagine you're taking some time off.
1: <laughs> I haven't been able to take anything off yet. Um, you know, I'm heading out here on a, a recruiting trip uh, for a showcase here on Friday uh, into the states, and then uh, no, I'll get back to Ontario. I gotta do some family things and. And also combine that with a recruiting trip, and then uh, we'll see uh, how the rest of my um, summer goes. Hopefully, I can just take some time off and just relax for a bit. But uh, when you go that far into the playoff playoffs, playoffs, um, your uh, recruiting season shortens. So um, we got a lot of work to do to, to get back to our, uh, our roster being that strong again. So there won't be much time off.
0: Great stuff, uh, Coach. Well, thanks for doing this all year. I know the fans appreciate it. Uh, and uh, have a good summer. And let me know when you want to get that tennis game in. We'll make it happen.
1: No, we, we can make it a cherry event <laughs> if you want. And uh, if people want to see me beat Nolan pretty bad in tennis, <laughs> that's fine. All right. We'll see what we uh,
0: arrange. That's the, another edition of the Coaches Show, the last one for 2021-2022 uh, with Bruins head coach Jason Tatarnik.